Welcome to Mama's Baked. We're Laura and Bridget, and we're your favorite cannabis advocates. We've been there, done that, and everybody asks us about it, so we decided to start Mama's Baked, and here we are talking about everything cannabis. The latest news, lifestyle, and wellness information with lots of fun baked in. Every Thursday, join us as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share us with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com. Good morning, Laura. How are you today? Morning, Bridget. I am good. I am up and awake and happy, so that's all I, that's all yeah. I need to get going. Ready to dive into our second episode of Mama's Baked. This has been so fun. I'm excited. Excited to get going on another one. Long time coming, right? So it's fun to finally get it rolling for all of our many listeners and people that are always reaching out to us. Touch base easier this way, too. For sure. For sure. So... How are you getting ready for the podcast right now? Ah, so I have my Zen tea and I have a little forest fire duchy here to keep the mood chill. It's a uh, fairly, fairly uh, heavy hitting uh, indica. I think it's probably okay. everything is a hybrid these days, but I would, I would classify it as a indica uh probably more so than anything little uh, interesting yeti og and i think the other strain in that one is like fire og and yeti og i can't remember it's delicious though a little piney little pine flavor interesting yes Love it. Well, that's good. That's good. You're on those duchies right now, huh? Uh, so I love a duchy. Yeah. There's just nothing. You know, and I've been trying some of the other <clears throat> packaged uh, pre-rolls, so to speak, right. uh, competition for duchies. And honestly, I've been disappointed every time so far. Same here. I've tried a couple of big brands, so, too. Good job on the meds. Way to go. They're putting out some beautiful, um, <laughs> tasty flowers. I was in Phoenix this weekend because, yeah. as you know, I can't buy these where I live because they don't carry them up here. Right. Yet. So when I go right. to Phoenix, I always try to plan my route to some dispensary in town that will carry them. And then I get right. to feel luxurious on our on our chat today they always make me feel very pampered <clears throat> yeah because you just open them up and it's just perfectly rolled every time and they just yeah. smokes very nicely and you know you feel so nice afterwards like that was just the right amount exactly and i took pick relaxing so i could <laughs> sit and enjoy a nice conversation without my mind wandering about anything to do or that's why i yeah. A lot of people used to make fun of not liking indicas because they couldn't get anything done. But for me, it actually settles me down because my ADHD kind of all over the place. It sort of makes me a little more in the moment, a little more present. 
Yeah. Interesting because I have that experience with uh, anything that's too heavy. Even a even an indica leaning hybrid is tough for me to deal with during the day because it does tend to just make me want to relax. It's not your thing, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's not my thing. But a good sativa during the day, I really enjoy being able to like you know I smoke some of that. It gets just the right amount of like you know pleasant balance but still with a lot of energy. So like today I'm smoking Durban poison uh, again, or as I frequently do, this one is from um, Copper State Farms again. Love them. And um, nice. Yeah. It does give me a lot of energy. I have a tincture made out of this as well. So it'll be interesting to see how we, uh, you know, present differently in different podcasts uh, based on different types of strains. We, right nice little science experiment and maybe not really science so much as fun as close as science goes in (laughs) cannabis anyway maybe uh because i'm not writing this stuff down i can't even lie i'm not going to be taking notes you know none of that that'll be for our listeners too yeah right exactly it'll just be a fun little experiment one of these days i'll uh I'll smoke a little nice indica during our podcast and we'll see how that does. But probably you'll be like, oh yeah, there's that quiet bridge. Now I love an indica in the evenings for sure. When it's time to wind down and, you know, kid, you know, the daughter's put down to sleep and now it's just grown up, relax, take the day off. Then that's all I want is a nice, good indica. I love a pretty purple something or another, you know, Yeah, anything that's really I love at night. <laughs> I have one that's just called Perps. It's just Perps. Purple yeah. Perps. And it's oh, purple. Man. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's my nighttime and yeah. my tincture. I look at the plant itself, the flower itself, and I feel like that looks like a beautiful night's sleep. <laughs> I made my... <laughs> Excuse me. I made my last tincture, and it literally had a whole purple glow. And I haven't made a tincture wow. that's had purple, literally the color purple of the tincture before. So, yeah, I made sure I had um, a nice batch of this tincture to last a while. It's so hard, you know, you find one you love and then you can't find the strain again. So, this one I'm very happy. Yeah. I'll have a nice batch of tincture already. So, what have you been doing this week? Oh, man, it's been a crazy little week for me. So much has happened in the last couple of weeks. But um, my husband and I, we decided to start looking for a house. So we have been house hunting all week. Exciting. Oh, my God. It took me a year to find my house. So I definitely, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But it starts out with a bang, boy. Doesn't it, though? Once you decide you're ready to actually do it, yeah, that's a whole different. Yeah, right. That's the thing is it's kind of like, oh, hey, it's time now. Like, oh, okay, great. We had been thinking we had narrowed it down quite a bit what we wanted, (laughs) and then we actually hit the Oh, like, we basically kind of need to narrow it down to, like, what neighborhood do we want to live in almost, you know, not because there's so much inventory. There really isn't that much inventory, but at any given time, the inventory is moving so quickly that you have to really know what you want so that you can jump on it when it gets there. Because otherwise you're going to jump on something and then like, Oh, a, a week later you're like, Oh wow. Well, 
this other neighborhood over here could have been way better and it was the same price or 10,000 less or, you know, whatever, what have you. So and where I live, there are uh, houses. So if you find a house, if you happen to find a house, which nobody can, right. You have to get it right then because there are no houses at this point, but they mm-hmm. opened up my town to Airbnb. So there's literally nowhere. Right residentially anymore i mean you know phoenix honestly is open to airbnbs too and uh, you know you have you know my neighbor my uh my price range is definitely in the price range for like your average you know decent airbnb so Be careful your that's part of cutting in and out so you know nothing major yeah. i don't think anybody missed anything but if you're moving all right just so you're aware yeah it's um Thank you. I'm actually not moving much, but both of my headphones are having problems right now, actually. I need to go replace them or go ahead and switch over to the Bluetooth. Well, good luck on that. I really like Yeah, yeah, it's been... We actually have been able to narrow it down from, you know, I don't know, we probably had a (laughs) 30 or 40 square mile radius that we were looking Mm. at to start with, and we're down about four or five neighborhoods we really like. And then you pick your house so. by which dispensaries are close by. And... <laughs> no, I can't even lie. That's not even a consideration. That's an afterthought Absolutely. right now. I'll figure out. Like, out. There's so many of them down here. You know, that's the thing. Is, you can have it delivered. You know, that's also. I mean, literally, if you're in the right part of town, you can have it delivered. And, you know, we're probably going to be at least close to the right part of town. When I found this house. So. It was the only street in town with a head shop on it because there's only there was only one head shop. And by a head shop, a lot of people that are new to cannabis may not know, but the the little shop where you buy rolling papers and glass bongs and and that sort of thing. There was one in all of Sedona, and it was on the street where the house I was looking at. And I told my husband, I'm like, I mean, it's meant to be. It, the house I like. And a, literally a walking distance to a glass bong store. I mean, come yeah. on now. So doesn't get better. And then after that. we moved in, it it got it lost its lease, and now it's across the street. But and I'm friends with the lady who owns it. But yes, there. You know, <laughs> it's always there. been a joke in the neighborhood. Right. That is funny. That weekend, I went and saw Martha Beck and Elizabeth Gilbert speak over the weekend at a conference. It was a small kind of, I don't think it was really in the works for a long time. I think they only decided to do it a couple months ago and they didn't really market it. It was fairly small and they just kind of wanted to see who showed up is the way they explained it. So that was really interesting. Uh It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was just a short gathering Friday night and then all day Saturday and then a couple hours of question and answer. And, um, it was kind of about sort of the science. I summarized it. Hey, we lost you with that uh, Vortex Wi-Fi internet up there. I know. And big, thank, thankfully, we have uh, the ability now to patch it together with the Vortex. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, magic magical weekend was basically about a lot of talk about energy and how you affect your own energy. And so it was. And sort of how magical it is. It was very interesting. They gave us a lot of little practical exercises so that they could sort of prove what they were talking about, the concepts, and nothing I could explain in our chat. But it was nice. Um, 
like-minded women that were there in effort to support everything that's going on in the world and basically the underlying message is sort of, you know, you have to be the piece that you want to see in the world and, you know, sometimes going and walking in nature is just as effective as marching if it brings you more peace. Just, it was, it, and like I said, I can't summarize it all, but there was one quote that was my favorite that Martha Beck gave yesterday. She's a Harvard professor, sociologist, who um, has written tons of books. She was one of the original and still is a writer for Oprah Magazine. And I've been following her forever. I love her thoughts. And then Elizabeth Gilbert is of Eat, Pray, Love. And it was the two of them. Anyways, the favorite quote from Martha Beck yesterday was, fighting for peace is like fucking for virginity. It just doesn't work. So. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So that was my weekend. That reminds me often of the people who claim that spanking is the solution for violence. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Your kid hit somebody, (laughs) so you spank them. Brilliant. Yeah, Yeah. another show. But I will say cannabis related. So traveling, I obviously still have to control pain and nausea, which is one of my main reasons for cannabis use. Um, So, you know, in a hotel situation, you can't smoke. That's, you know, everywhere is no smoking. It's not like I'm going to go in the courtyard and light up one of my duchies. So I had um, a couple of live resin. I had a uh, indica and a sativa live resin e-cig. And then those are convenient, like, at the conference. I can step into the restroom and take a couple puffs. Actually, right in the courtyard, nobody noticed. There was nobody around. Right. Um, and then in the hotel room, there's um, electronic, same type of electronic devices. But during the conference, I tried a new edible. And I had met the creators of Love Clarissa at one of the conventions you and I went to. But uh-huh. I had not had the opportunity to actually try any of the Love Carissas. So I picked up two lollipops and enjoyed half of one Friday night and the other half of it Saturday. It was a 40 milligram. I didn't want to be loopy. So right, 40 right. milligrams is a nice dose for me socially. And... uh it was delicious. I did not have that icky, burny taste of the hash, the cheap hash that they like to put in edibles often, which is one of the reasons I never get hard candies because they burn my mouth, that hash flavor. Um, right. This had just enough cannabis flavor to know it was a cannabis lollipop, but not overwhelming that it was not enjoyable. And it was heart-shaped, which could have its pros and cons because it did get a lot of attention. Everybody kept going, Oh, how cute. You have a heart shaped lollipop. Um, <laughs> and you're like, Oh, if only you knew how much Carissa loves right. me. <laughs> so big, big shout out, big props to Clarissa love for um, a delicious. I think it was a mango. My, my, um, Lovely bud tender at Level Up where I picked up this particular lollipop, had recommended the mango flavor, and she was spot on. It was delicious. So, yay. And, and like Yummy. I said, I, you know, I do love the concept of hard candies, but 
every time I get one, it's not even, it's not even just like, oh, I don't like this. It's like unedible with yeah, ash flavor. That's been my experience. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So if you see these love crystals out there. What was the last thing you said? I said, like, how do people power through this sometimes? <clears throat> I can't do it. I will throw medicine away. It's a shame, though. But, you know. People, you can do better. I can't eat it. You can do better. People, yeah. don't eat something because it has pot in it. Don't make yourself eat it. There's stuff out there that actually can't do it. tastes good. Like my yes. latest batch of caramel corn. Oh, my God. So good. Uh-oh. So good. Well, your last batch was pretty phenomenal, too. So It was even better. This yeah. one, practice, practice. I just had to warm up those caramel corn muscles. They're back. <laughs> so you want to shall we talk about the dirty deed the the what's the other yeah, week let's talk about cannabis and sex yeah two of our favorite subjects I, yeah throw sugar Generally in there speaking. I'm oh my gosh i don't a favorite subject for me or a anti-favorite exactly. subject you know what you i mean are polar opposites what we'll do a show about that sometime it's that thing that i wish i could just stop thinking about so much <laughs> yeah nevertheless it takes up a whole lot of my thoughts necessarily you're cutting out a lot uh-oh well let's go ahead okay so where we want to start with the topic of like there's so many different places you know not every family both the husband and wife participate in cannabis um well didn't you recently get an ask mama question that was somewhat related to this um and i know they may not have written it in but I feel like there have definitely been some questions we've discussed along this line, oh, right? Oh, sure. Um, it comes up a lot. And I, like, here, when I met my husband, we've been together now 18 years. Um, one of the first things I told him, this may or may not have been, you could do the math, pre-legalization. Um, but it's hard to be a 30-year cannabis consumer. 30? five years maybe um and not somehow crisscross over the legalization date lines however when i first met my husband um i still smoked cigarettes and i smoked cannabis and i told him if you have a problem with that but just quit dating right now because um this is an important part of my lifestyle and then I threw in at the end, oh, and by the way, it makes me really horny. <laughs> and <laughs> he was on board from then on with my cannabis consumption. As long, you know, the benefit to him was that it made me horny. He was like, I am all on board with this. Um, and honestly, I think it does for me. It does make me horny, I think is the short way to to say it in male speak uh-huh. Uh-huh. in female speak i believe that what cannabis it does not make me run around and desire the d but what i think you know like like a guy would think when we say horny 
what I think cannabis does for me personally is it brings me into the moment. It keeps me a little more um, in the now, not wandering, you know, like we talk about mind wandering off or the attention being on other things less important. And uh-huh, uh-huh. So that would increase logically in my mind the ability to be intimate with another human being and be more aware and yeah sense of touch is probably elevated i would assume so it depends right. on if we're talking about sex and cannabis as a and i get both kinds of questions really often i get questions about sexual dysfunction or sexual gratification or you know and I'm using gratification in a broad sense. So it's not right. It's it's really two totally different subjects, but as always with cannabis, it still ends up kind of narrowing into the same answer ish. Uh-huh. So which one you want to touch on first? Like just normal I mean, like your choice. So dysfunction. Let's we can talk about dysfunction. Is there any question that someone has asked? Yeah, let's just hit a question that someone has asked and let's just answer it. <laughs> whiskey dick. <laughs> you don't really There you go, whiskey you dick. You don't get really a whiskey dick with cannabis. That's one of the definitely one of the pros of being a cannabis consumer over um whiskey dick. Yeah, (laughs) whiskey dick benefits of cannabis is you don't get whiskey dick from overconsumption however I want to throw something in with that I have read some things and heard some speakers who have indicated that CBD in high doses can in some have a similar effect to whiskey dick and if you don't know what my very crude term I'm trying to be funny but um, yes I do (laughs) if our listeners don't I guess I mean I know you do (laughs) Um, because you're you're like me with all the terminology Um, but yeah impotence or inability to maintain an erection erectile dysfunction um CBD, I, in my mind and from my experiences and reading, I always feel like it's more of a, a warm blanket and THC is more like electricity and it's not at all. And that's just, I'm just telling you how I visualize it in my brain when I'm thinking about how the medicine of each is helpful. So CBD tends to calm the nervous system it actually even calms the euphoric effects of thc so okay if an erection and again i don't have scientific studies i have not done a reported written down because it's not an issue in my house girl so <laughs> i'm going right from my, mine either i'm going from reading and studying and it is something people have asked me and i have obviously i you know you do your research where you can because again cannabis is not something that is got a book that you could just go to and flip to the page and look it up. So that being said, CBD, as I said, in my brain, when I'm thinking about how CBD can be helpful to someone's symptoms, 
to me, CBD is like a warm blanket. It's calming. It's not going to light you up. It's not going to increase blood flow. Um, so that's why I, perhaps since CBD already does that for a lot of things, it's why it's really good for anxiety because it calms. Yeah. Sex is not usually something that you automatically, you may like it slow, but calm and relaxed is not always words that you use with that activity. So I would not recommend, no. I guess, right? So <laughs> I'm right. recommending, I would not recommend to someone who is having issues with dysfunction. I would recommend that if they're using CBD, they try not using CBD and see if that helps. Um, whether or not THC will or will not help in dysfunction, obviously that's something that somebody would have to try, you know, but I do believe that CBD would be something that would be counterintuitive to use if you were having dysfunction issues. Um, and then if you get into, um, I mean, and, I, and we're talking, we're going to rule out that someone has talked to their medical doctor if they're having actual medical problems with blood right. flow to the penal region. Um, so given that you've yeah. cleared yourself through a doctor that there's not really a medical reason. So you're telling me that you've had people ask you if cannabis is a solution for limp dick? I have had people tell me that they have used so you got to remember, I was in a, a in a, a co-op for a year, literally right. when it was just opening. So we had. So I'm just wondering yeah. what the question was. The question was, <laughs> I'm I'm having issues getting it up. Do you think I'm smoking too much okay. pot? Okay. And is it because I'm smoking too much pot? Gotcha. Okay. Now I understand. And yeah, same as what you're saying. My experience is no whiskey does have that effect. Yes, pot does not have that effect. Does not does not so much. However, if someone is also supplementing, right, it can make someone relaxed. Well, no, what I'm saying is, if they're supplementing with CBD, like they're using CBD for something, and they're overconsuming uh -huh. CBD, that in fact could be an issue and that I would recommend to that person back off. If you're using CBD and you're having any sexual dysfunction issues, I would try side effects. Got you. I would try backing off the CBD uh -huh. and seeing if that helped. Um, gotcha. Makes as sense. far as whether or not THC would help in dysfunction. Um, again, it maybe would help a person be more mindful, bring them back into the moment. Um, and then, yeah, I, there's not, there's definitely from my research, not a, uh, a report that I could offer anybody research-wise about cannabis. Of course, but right, right. CBD, I would yeah. say, though, if you are having, it's one thing I can say, is I, if you are having any dysfunction issue, um, that I would try backing off CBD if that's something that you're consuming in quantity and see how you do. Men, men especially, right. I have noticed, are, are more sensitive to dosing issues. And if they overconsume cannabis, especially someone 
Well, I can think of two types of people. One would be the new user. This is just literally a topic of cannabis that I have never even, I've never given one second of thought to this topic. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, I never well, have. Two... I'm a woman. I don't have these problems. My husband doesn't have these but... problems. Oh, it's, it's funny that this is the first one that kind of came to mind for you, which does make sense because there are so me- so many men. It's a very man-heavy industry. And who's buying? It's been the men. Men have been the ones buying. So, of course, they were the ones. Uh, I'm the meaning. The wife. Which price? I mean, he's frustrated. He's... She pays a price for him having dysfunction, right? But his dysfunction, you and I know that most likely, I hear what you're saying about CBD. If someone comes to you and asks that, you would have to, because you're a very good and wise counselor, you would have to say, well, if you're using CBD only and having that side effect, or you may want to back and off CBD. and see if that, that improves. Have to be just okay. Yeah. I hear that. I hear you. Yeah. However, <laughs> I'm just saying uh, that, like, that is, um, it's, it's just funny because they, uh, it just strikes me as funny. Poof. It strikes me as funny that uh, th- that is the first topic we address in the sex and cannabis uh, t- conversation. And the reason that I believe that we're addressing it is what I just said. The majority of the people in the industry are men uh, in, as customers, as clients. At the beginning of your caregiving time, when you had all these thousands of people, many of them are men. So for them to consistently bring this particular thing up as a cannabis and sex-related topic... Um, it sounds about right, right? They're like, oh, is my limp dick because of the cannabis, right? Um, and actual, I mean, yeah, we're not doctors. We don't know. But, yeah, it's not, most likely. It's something else, and you need to go well, to your doctor, right? Like, don't no, try to no, blame no, it on the I, weed. <laughs> I, said I, I said I was assuming they'd been to the doctor. So they've already ruled it out. Sure, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you know, you're assuming, though, a lot because, you know, we know men. Well, Better lie. than that. <laughs> Let's just be real. Lie. They lie. They lie for sure. But, you know, say, of course, especially about this kind of thing, you know. So it's just so funny. Um, because my first thoughts about you cannabis let finish, um, so, are. Let me finish one part before we go oh, farther. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Because you didn't let me finish. Sure. Some, we're I'm basically summing up what you're getting at. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Uh, there's two types of dysfunction. Which what I was saying was one uh-huh. is medical, but the other one is going to be in their head, and it's their thoughts. Right, psychological. Yeah. So the cannabis with men, what I was saying was they're more sensitive to the dosing. So if if they're over consuming cannabis, then they they get the slightest bit of head involved. In <laughs> I don't mean their penile head. Sure. I mean their, yeah. They believe that they can't, maybe, on some level. They get the spins, or they get dizzy, or they get paranoid. Oh, uh uh-huh. It's a negative side effect. And this question does come from Uh women as well, who want to try to Uh entice their husband into using cannabis with them as as an option to, like, increase their... Enhance their sex life. Got you. So, 
Did you encounter a lot of women that had attempted it for a first or second? I mean, a first time, I would never think personally. That's first time. I don't know. That's pushing it to be like, oh, first time somebody smokes weed, it's because we're going to have this great sex or something. I mean, right? that's like really pushing it a lot. Like, why would someone push someone that? I'm not sure it's pushing. You know, I mean, I don't know. That seems like a lot of pressure. Pushing. I think they're like, <laughs> I think uh, um, picture a couple. Like, I, you know, we're having intimacy issues. You know, we're thinking maybe this would make, if we tried cannabis together. Let's smoke a joint together. Maybe it would make it all uh-huh. new again. Or it would be like something we could do together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Make it like a first okay, time. Okay, okay. So. Okay, see, I'm getting the picture clearer now. Because I was really not like, I'm yeah, like, you what? Could, you I could mean, be the what? In this, in this discussion. Because that's our, our listeners yeah, right. are going to have okay, the same good. Yeah, they're going to be baffled, too. Right. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? But now, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I I do. So I do. And so my response would be with people like, hey, try it at, like, lunch. Go have a picnic together first. No sexual intent necessary. And then I move on. <laughs> I mean, maybe not in public. Maybe yeah. in the backyard. Maybe yeah. in the front yard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. think anybody's going to be smoking doobies you know. in their front yard, Bridget. Remember. <laughs> Remember where we live, Bridget. I really meant their front room, I should have said. But, you know, yard just came out. Because I'm searching for houses oh, right now. It's and it's all about the yard. The yard. Well, we, keep that in mind. <laughs> You're at a picnic with a doobie in your front yard of your new house. We're going to have to... Yeah, I know, right? right oh kind man, of tree. girl, the HOAs are gonna love no me. HOAs. <laughs> no HOAs. No oh, HOAs. Oh, girl, the HOAs are the only ones with no. the lakes and no pools, girl. No HOAs. Oh. Nothing is ever worth an HOA. Uh, I know. Ever. Yeah. You're anyway, so funny. No HOAs. <laughs> life anyway, is, life is way too short for an HOA. I hear you. You are so never funny. Never have a garden that you want without. They'll be flying over. They'll be fucking need droning over your yard. backyard. Like, ooh, she's got right. two plants. Oh, I ain't trying to grow <laughs> plants in my yard anymore, though. Until I can grow I know, them for yeah. real, I need to have a full grow. You know, until it's legal yeah. out there. You know, I'm not gonna bother all right, with all that. It was fun to throw a couple yeah, seeds out, but sex. you know, whatever. <laughs> back to sex. Anyways, so, that's um, so they come to you. They're like, "Hey, we're thinking about this. Would it try?" And how do you talk to them when they say that? I mean, I know you say all these things, so they're like, "Oh, will it give them a hard time?" Well, I mean, what if it's their first so, time? We'll yeah, it will, to, right? I think that covers this dysfunction as much. Smoke break. <laughs> oh my goodness. Safety meeting. <clears throat> For a little break off and dysfunction. So I got that What's covered, I think. One? So then cover. people want to use it um as is a relationship or even just a woman who's not in a relationship. Um for someone who's older who wants maybe they've been married to the same person for 30 years all those things kind of fall into a whole different category because it's not really dysfunction um it's just using for enhancement um right 
personally, um, there's definitely for me tinctures. If I'm using tinctures, um, I'm trying to be as as accurate as possible in my descriptions. But so I use tincture every night to sleep. I have a cup of tea and I put tincture in it and I sleep great. For me personally, that is not an enhancer for my sexual activity because the type of tincture I make is again, that warm blanket. It's an indica. It makes me sleepy. It kind of numbs, you know, it's not, doesn't, doesn't light me up. It doesn't make all my nerve endings feel like they're wide awake. Right. So for me in that sort of form, it is not an enhancement, but right for me, a uh, uh, hybrid or a, a sativa leaning hybrid or an edible that's more of a sativa leaning, those all keep me present. They keep me connected to the other person, which happens to be my husband. Um, all of those things to me are an enhancement you know definitely doesn't right. not a requirement but they definitely improve the quality of the interaction with the other person for sure but a long day at work there's nothing like a quick joint together prior to diving into any important conversations mm-hmm. <laughs> or activities <laughs> yeah exactly Either or. But then there's sometimes, you know, like people are like, well, I, my husband smokes and I don't or vice versa right. or, oh, and that, you know, something popped into my head just now. And that's a big reason, one. Big one. And that's the other reason why, and it just came to me, why women were asking me about whiskey dick. Because it was right. non-smoking, non-women who did not partake in cannabis who were thinking that's their husband, like that pot was going to give them whiskey dick. Right. Like they're, and I, you know, like there's, a, you, we both know those guys. We've been to these conventions and we've seen those clowns that are doing, trying to do like two gram dabs or whatever the fuck. You know, they probably could not get it up that night. Yeah. I mean, your whole life is limp, basically, at that level. You know those people. So there's always going to be the exception to the rule. (laughs) Right. Those guys are a lot of exceptions. But, or women, you know, don't want to be sexist. Yeah. just, Just men are doing way too many huge dabs that are unnecessary. But I mean, not to be sexist, but the people I see doing it most are typically men. They're typically white. They're typically under 40. Under 30. I mean, I'm just saying probably under 30, but I was trying to give it a little bit because, you know, they're usually exactly 24 years old. Look, I don't know. (laughs) They're exactly 24. They haven't ever worked in the industry. Um, they have a black no. t-shirt on. Black or maybe Jamaican flag. Yeah, black. Colored. You're right. Black. 
Yeah. So, anyways, back to um. Anyways, yes. That is the reason it was sometimes I think there was trying to be, and it's back, and that goes back to the shame blame game where people are trying to find a way. Oh, I had to say, I heard music. I was like, oh crap. Um, (laughs) Shame or blame their partner into quitting a behavior that they don't like instead of just addressing the, the conversation about the issues yeah and as always right. pot's not going to cure everything and it's definitely not the answer to everything but for me personally i have found it an enhancement to my sexual activities awesome well now so then third part we're talking about is the actual application of it yeah I mean, there's some new going on out there, right? The application of it sounds so dirty. The application, that's right. The actual use. So you you were like, oh, when I take tincture at night, it makes me sleepy. Exactly, same thing. However, I've also heard that people are using products like tincture externally Mm -hmm. for girl sexual pleasure. Girl, so let me tell you, about a year ago. Tell me. <laughs> about a year ago, I was lucky enough to be an Earl Cup judge. And um, in my judge's kit, besides, I think I, I don't know, like 12 vapes to try, um, there was a spray. I don't remember, like when you're a judge, they're not really labeled. Some of the stuff was, but you're not supposed to remember the labels, I think, because you're just supposed to blindly judge. <laughs> Anyways, right. this one was a spray, and uh, I want to say it was like 50 milligrams. I'm going from memory. Anyways, that was one of the funner products that I got to try on my judges kit. Um, I had two weeks to try. I told, showed my husband, was like, well, we better get to work. Um, right. It had a chocolate orange scent, not really much flavor. Of course, I sprayed it on my hand to find that out. Um, of course. The effects, I would, if I was going to rate it on a scale of one to 10, I would say maybe around. Somewhere between a six and a seven, or six, seven-ish, right about there. Um, and I would, I, I was left intrigued with the concept. I, I don't know how far in the last year things have progressed. I personally haven't really needed. Um, we're still such young spring chickens. We're only eighteen years into our marriage, right. so we really haven't got to the stage yet where we're looking to increase. <laughs> crazy activities um right so my dispensary dollars are not necessarily going to go towards a big kit of products to test and counter test but i will say trying the spray i was left intrigued with the concept and was i did not dismiss it which i thought i would i can't say i really thought i was just like whatever well 
the glycerin product that you use to make your tincture with that you share about on the website. Oh, I've given it away as Is that what you're getting at? Well, no, yeah, that's the point. Is that basically, from my understanding, it could be used as lube, right? I've but it. I uh, it to people as lube. Um, I, yeah. I, I I was at a dinner party one night, and I can't remember why the guy had brought it up the week before, um, like joking about medicated lube. And so, uh-huh. a week later at the dinner party, and you were like, <laughs> yeah. Perfect thing for you. A bottle of medicated lube. Mary. Oh, it was his birthday. It was his birthday, and I had tincture at home. So yeah. So yeah. Nice. yeah absolutely. But yeah, I just. I guess it's. I guess I'm but old. I'm the, like ew, messy. Is it sativa? <laughs> affect differently in that application. This is a question I don't have an answer to currently. Right. And currently. I don't know if I'm going to get an answer to it or not <laughs> in the near future um, because I'm very protective of my stuff and I don't just want to cook anything and put it on there. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I don't know for sure. Amen. I'm like, huh? but there are some products out there. Like there's that Stony Oni product that we've seen here in our Arizona dispensaries. Right. Maybe we'll get a sample or two of that. We can try out or sure. something. Um, but I don't know if I have the time and energy to do the research necessary to make sure that like the application is appropriate, but I am questioning this idea of, okay, would an indica be better or a sativa? Right. I'm not sure. And that's, and and that's (laughs) definitely something I know. I I bet that um, a will vary person to person. I think that's why we all get back to the damn hybrids all the time because it's kind of the Um, middle of the road. You'll have, it's like a, about either or the benefits strong of, effect right 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 um but i think there's definitely this is an area that i don't I, I i'm surprised to see products out already you know obviously sex is what like the number one thing that sells so we knew it wouldn't be long hey People use lube, but you know, I mean, when you're looking at a bottle of lube for twelve dollars or a bottle of Stonyoni for thirty-five dollars, it's like, eh, I mean, you know. It, and I guess, I, I guess, I guess if you're having issues, that would definitely be. It would be. <laughs> but if you're having issues, that would be definitely something I would say. It, it really wouldn't hurt to try it because there is. I do feel like, right. Even if it's just the playfulness, I mean, shit, people have paid thirty-five dollars for a pair of fancy underwear. To, to turn sure, on the for sure. So bringing home a bottle, right. I and from my experience of trying it through the judges kit, I definitely enjoyed, even if it did or did not. That's why I'm not saying I can give you an exact outcome because sure. just the playfulness of including it into the activity heightens the activity. Experience, right, right. So, you know, you for sure, you know, skip the lacy panties next time and grab yourself a bottle of medicated lube and give it a try and then holler at us and let us know how it worked because because our men at the moment are fully satisfying and have not exactly required us to personally try them. And no shame in the game either. I'm not saying that we're not open to trying it. We just haven't spent our dollars trying it yet. 
Right. And that's the thing, you know, it's, it's, it's what you need and you do what you need at the time. For sure. I need for sure. I need to smoke me a find I need a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I need me a pack of Dutchies more than probably a lube at this current moment in my life. But again, I no mean shame. to be honest, it really is yeah, it's really like a a you know, it has a positive physi- physiological response on me, so to speak, or effect, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just the the ability for me to select the right kind of flower and form for what I'm needing. And if that means even just to be able to relax and chill out and right. <clears throat> take a breath from the stress of the day, you know, I mean, we have a three-year-old at our house, so... It's not a bunch of, you know, fun and games all over the place. We're not just having sex in every room right now. We're not in that phase right wait, now. What? We got to wait a long time. Yeah. <laughs> we got to wait a long time and experience a lot of good stuff. But now there's a bunch of more fun stuff. You know, okay. like, okay, we'll get back to it in a minute. Um, but um, but not- but it is good to be able to, at the end of the night, that's a big plus in our relationship and in the intimacy and in making sure we're staying connected intimately and sexually is uh, the ability for us to take a moment, take a breather, take a step back, reconnect really quick, you know, reaffirm like our love for one another, so to speak, and then uh, address issues and problems from a more peaceful perspective, you know, like, there really can't be enough said for that effect of this particular flower on a relationship when it's embraced in that way. Like that it's not is- about, Oh, we're going to go just get blowed. Right. And then we won't think about our problems. No, it's about, Hey, you're stressed out because you had a long day at work in the hot sun. I'm stressed out because we got X, Y, Z bills to pay or whatever. And now we're coming together. We need to talk about these things because we need to address them, deal with them, whatever. Yeah. And this is a way for us to connect, decompress, and attack our problems as a team. So, and what better, you know, what, from my perspective, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> what better way to have better sex than to be more intimate in the first place? Because that's really the key. Exactly. Sex. So, that what you about, said, right? exactly. What you said is basically the summary of quality and how to use cannabis to increase the quality right. of your your relationship and and that's it right there right right i mean and obviously it's application in tinctures to help relieve pain and uh like i went and worked out and i was like you know what? i'm gonna take a little tincture a little bit of my tincture before i do this uh while the next day and you know normally i would have experienced like that 24-hour pain right because i'm out of shape girl well, I didn't have hard. I didn't have any really at all the next day. I was like, okay, this is great. Balance. So, you know, obviously that helps me feel more well, sexual because I feel good. You know, not yeah. painful or achy or whatever have you. You know, so it's a it's a many splendored thing. Sex is not about the penis and the vagina for sure, and that's that's the number you know, one thing. The biggest sexual organ is yeah. the brain. It's uh, it's a shame too because you know people talk about this plant as if it is guilty of you know so many terrible things, right? And it just is, causes people to just do all kind of crazy, horrible stuff. And I've literally seen this plant break up marriages, but it's a hundred percent not the plant. It's a hundred percent 
the shame the society has added to the situation in the scenarios that I've seen, right? Because in those scenarios, there was, you know, I like talking about your situation where you do part. Husband really doesn't. Um, even though when he, when it was legal for him to, he did grow for you and, um, and occasional tincture and things like that. But, you know, and you guys yet and still are able to have a positive and healthy and good marriage. Oh yeah, he's um, just seen this with cannabis as an element. He was right? ready to go get his card just because I had had an attack in November, um, and when I have an attack of my disease, yeah. it's extremely painful. I can't really walk or move or talk very much. I can't do anything. I I really I like he has to help right. me to get to the restroom, and he couldn't go right. out and buy me RSO. It almost makes me teary because right. he was just so frustrated and it's not like he can go get his card overnight and he doesn't want to have to have a card but he knew and that was the only thing because pain medicine is not helpful for it just exasperates I can't say that word but it makes things worse I hate that word yeah that word yeah for sure don't work I can write it I probably (laughs) spell it wrong so so the intimacy of our relationship and the plant doesn't ruin it. The people allow the conversation about the plant to ruin a relationship, but that's on them. The, I, right. you know. Yeah, it's just such a shame, though. It's such a shame. I see people, you know, allowing it to devolve into secret keeping but and other you know, there? judgments and all this extra stuff. And it's but like, then the, always, yeah. always other issues. That's the bottom line too. Uh, underlying. Takes the blame for it <laughs> in the relationship. It's like, man, truth is, if this plant was applied properly in the relationship, it could be actually very beneficial and/or could aid in the healing process that includes a lot of other things. Is, yeah, don't lie. You know, it includes therapy, etc. Don't right, lie. Don't lie. Exactly. I mean, that, it's real simple. It well, yeah, that's why marriages. It, right it doesn't need to be you know, complicated. Point, it doesn't need to be complicated. Don't lie. Yeah. Be honest. That's that's a relationship. Yeah. Right? Bottom line from and from I'm the a jump. bottom line guy. Yeah, and from the jump. I, I hate all that chit chat in the middle. You yeah. know me. Keep it simple. Exactly. Quit lying. Exactly. And if you, you know, and if you have well, a relationship where you can't communicate about this topic, you know, you're doomed anyways because you probably can't have a conversation about any topic. You have to be able to have. There's a definitely some other important stuff you're skipping. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, anyways, well, we have taken up a lot of people's yeah, time. It's about that time for us to go ahead and wrap let it us up. Let know if you tried some medicated uh, lubes and enjoyed them or hated them or they were messy or not so messy. or Yeah, I would love to hear about it. I'd love to hear about it. You? Yeah. Right, for sure. And um, I don't know. Do we have a a topic for next week or not yet? We have a topic for next week. Um, how about spirituality <laughs> and cannabis? Ooh, that's a good one. So much to unpack there. Yeah, we can so much get into the tip of it and come back, circle around back, sort of skim right. the tops of all these topics, and go back and do deep dives later. Skim the top. 
yeah, maybe we, uh, you know, find some good people in the future right. to interview on the topics that um, our listeners, you know, want to hear more from or want to hear yeah. more about. And, maybe and uh, you know, we'll dive deeper where you guys want us to. product makers can explain the science for us. It's definitely developed a lot since I was making edibles. Um, and I'd love to hear more about the science of the topicals and as related to maybe these products and how the thought process goes oh, into it. It'd be awesome. I think we know exactly the right people to talk to, too. I think we have several interviews we could line up fun. with people. Uh, again, if this is something that our listeners really want to hear more right. about. Same with the spirituality. I know there's a lot of yoga classes going on, uh, you know, medicated yoga classes, so to speak. And uh, different things like that. I'm really intrigued by that stuff. So people just using it even in the standard religions. I know somebody who just used it on Sunday oh, yeah. to go to church, just because before he went to church. Yeah, well, the Jewish church, you know, they just uh, legalized it for their well, the rabbis, rabbis. No, rabbis made recently. it kosher. The rabbis have decided. That there you go. Made it kosher. Kosher, which is good. Kosher. Yeah. So yeah, we could do a little more Yay. that or combo or just do the, the top topics and then get some some experts to give us their, their viewpoints. Be awesome. Yeah, sounds great. All right. Well, we will talk next week and you have a lovely day you up will. there. You I mean you as well. I'm going to go and clean All the right. kitchen. The exciting life of the cannabis world. I'm gonna go clean my kitchen. Yeah, and I'm going to go work on marketing, so I get it. Until we talk next week, see you then. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Join us every Thursday as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share with your friends, and get our free tincture-making course at potofwellness.com.